0: Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an expert stay-at-home mom. And you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized, and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello friends, today we have another special treat. We have a live coaching call with Juliana Barbati. She is very involved with podcasting. She runs a business of podcast management as well as her Etsy shop and her podcast is called Fruitful Mama business strategies, online marketing, and how to start a podcast. She is an incredible entrepreneur. Her Etsy shop is highly ranked and incredible. So I highly recommend listening to her podcast and checking her out for any business strategies or online marketing needs that you might have, or even if you wanted to start a podcast. Juliana is married and has two little kids, ages four and six. She's moved all across the country and her husband actually homeschools the kids and is a stay-at-home dad. In this coaching call, we kind of go through some different productivity strategies and break down her week and what her day looks like as far as time blocking, how she can manage her time a little bit better with being a stay at home mom and two small little kids trying to get them to all their activities and running around. So listen in and hopefully you will find some tidbits that can help you. As always, if you have some things that you need help with, whether that be purposeful parenting, productivity hacks, time management, being more organized, or just some extroverted issues, come on over and join me. Connect with me and let's set up a one-on-one coaching call. I would love to connect with you just like this and see if we can iron out your day and make your day a bit more joyful. All right let's get started. So I'm super excited just to hang out with you because you're amazing. So tell me some of the things that you mentioned your two biggest struggles are with productivity and kind of time management. So around those what kind of things are you specifically struggling with?
1: I really feel like i manage my time kind of poorly and I try my best not to but it's easy for me to go down a rabbit hole and then forget what I'm doing and because for example I have a lot of clients that I, I find or they find me through Facebook and they're messaging me on Facebook I have to go into Facebook a couple of times a day just to check in and see what's going on you know And you know that you go to Facebook with a mission and then five notifications later you're like why am I here and then you lose a train of thought, and you log off, and you're like, "That's it." And you go back in. So I find myself doing that quite a bit. But that would be like my biggest thing is I can get easily distracted. So one of my goals, like I really set with God, especially like this past Saturday, it was my God day. I have like this day set aside that I like. These are my sit with God days. <laughs> and he was like, "Girlfriend, you gotta like batch your days out." And I'm like, "Okay." let's do this. So that is my ultimate goal is to batch my days. And I'm looking for ways to like really streamline everything. I feel like I have a good system going with my clients. I have multiple clients. I think I have like five or six clients right now. So it's a lot of people's podcasts that I have to manage. I have people on my team, so I'm not doing everything on my own, but I still am the last person to go in, listen to the episode. I go in and I check the show notes and I juice it up a little bit. I make sure that the keyword research, it's all there so that everything is SEO optimized and all that. So... Bottom line is there's a lot that I have to do, you know, especially me being like the last person who checks the episode before the episode goes live. So I really just have to find a method to like streamline it all because I can't keep doing this game of checking back and forth and multiple accounts and like going to Facebook or whatever, you know? So what are
0: the steps when you first, when you have a client and they're like, okay, before they launch that episode, what kind of things do you need to get done that you sign off on the last things. Like you said, the show notes, you're checking their key, SEO, and so forth. And then the you said you're listening to the episode to make sure that's all good, probably checking if they edited it and those kind yeah. of things. Other, Here's what it looks like. Okay. like a list.
1: So yeah. So they drop the episode into Google Drive. Okay. And then I have the editor go in and the editor will go ahead and edit everything out and make it perfect for them. And then I have a second person comes in and write the show notes. And then I have a third person who comes in she could be doing the final sweep of the listening and like making sure like that the keywords are there. You know, she's the person who really understands SEO. So she's my SEO specialist and she optimizes everything, but then I go in last and I could possibly like not have to listen to the episode one more time, but I really want to understand the essence of the episode to make sure that the show notes are written correctly. So I really don't see it's not like a control thing because Obviously I don't have a problem outsourcing and hiring help. It really is like quality control. It's my business. It's my mastermind. Right. So I have to listen to the episode, even though I listen to it on two X, whatever, like that's not the problem. Right. But I have to go in and like look at the show notes and make sure that everything's there. And usually like, there's always something that I do to the copy. So I I can never just say, okay, I'm going to copy and paste and upload. Like I am the last person to check everything and make sure that it's perfect. And then I have somebody else on my team who does like all the social media graphics for them. So she'll go in and she'll recycle the podcast and turn those into IG graphics for them. So then I'll go in and check, make sure that it looks on brand for the client and the essence is still there, that it has to sound like the client wrote it, right? It has to sound like their brand. It can't sound like me. So yeah, does that answer your question? I feel like I rambled a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that was great. Cause it gives me a good view of like, okay, these are the steps that you have to take, even though you're outsourcing them. When you sit down, which things do you have to do? I'm sure you're batching some of that, but you're also probably scheduling it so it goes out. You know, it's not going to, you're probably scheduling it a ways Mm -hmm. out. Yes. When your clients send you stuff, do they send it batched? Like they send you five episodes at one time or?
1: Yeah, they definitely batch. And I get on my clients because we work. I explained to them that emergencies happen, life happens. So we need to batch out a month in advance. And because I'm doing everything, right? Like all they have to sit down and record, they have the bandwidth to like batch everything out and send it to me. So that's not the problem. And then of course, we always have a client or two that are like waiting to the last minute. But for the most part, I would say 90% of my clients are like, here are all the episodes because their brains are also thinking in, in batch mode. So that's not the issue at all. Like I definitely have the episodes there like at least a month in advance.
0: Great. It's just that last minute before you put it up, you have to go through everything and then dump it in.
1: Right. Correct. And then of course, with that comes, you know, if they're doing a launch or something, you know, like I am helping them through that. So there's another component to my services, which is I sit down with them once a month at the end of the month. And we look at, are we doing any launches? Like let's snap out content for the upcoming months all they have to do is record the episode and send it to me, but I'm still very much involved in their businesses. I need to understand their businesses. Most of the time I'm their ICA somehow. So it's easy for me to help them, but like, I'm very involved in their businesses. There's right. so many layers to this. Like the more I talk, I'm like, I am part of their businesses, you know?
0: Right. It's just like an onion. Cause you have, yes. okay, i have helped you with all these podcasts, but I'm sure. They're going to launch or they probably have a strategy of what things they're going to sell. And so then maybe they have a workshop that's coming up Mm -hmm. or they have other ways, other monetization stuff that they're trying to fit in.
1: Right. And sometimes I'm the one who pushes them. I'm like, okay, it's time for a workshop. It's time for us to do something here. You know, so sometimes I'm the one who's like pushing them and giving them the ideas too. here is the thing. I need to ground myself. Like I literally hug trees when I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. I literally go outside and I hug a tree. Like I'm a hippie, like through and through. I need to ground myself and I need to give myself time to be creative and time to have that white space in my life so I can have the creativity for my clients, right? Definitely. So I definitely watch my energy and like for example, Mondays are my easy days where I'm not scheduling any calls. I am like taking care of myself. So maybe I was scheduling an appointment to see my acupuncturist or chiropractor or something like that. And I'm having like the bird's eye view day, setting myself up for the week. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, I do take calls on those days, but different things are happening. And then Fridays, I don't take calls and usually i don't work on fridays but there's always like a little something a little email that i have to get back or like say a page on a website that i have to look at or like friday mornings are like okay loose ends like it's gonna take me five minutes to do this and then i take the rest of the day off and saturday and sunday if i feel like working if like the kids are fine on the weekend and they have had enough of me at home school then i'll come in and i'll do something check an email but you know i try really hard to protect my energy because I can easily just work, 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 work and never stop because I love what I do. But yeah, I do protect my energy in that realm. My goal is to have a day where I'm doing uh, those discovery calls on just one day because I'm an ambivert who probably leans more on the introvert side. So I have to recuperate my energy. I need like downtime. I need quiet time, you know? So yeah, my goal is to like schedule like those discovery calls on like just one day of the week. So I can pour into my clients, my paying clients. And now the problem that I'm having, is because I had a really good routine going at the gym. I was going to CrossFit every Tuesday and Thursday. And I'm like, okay, it's from nine to 10. So it's kind of like in the middle of my day. It's kind of annoying. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to rework my schedule and go into afternoon. And that's like creating a little bit of anxiety because I like my routines and like I just need some help with that, like structuring that too.
0: I love CrossFit, so
1: <laughs> oh, it's so you, funny. I fought it for so long. I was like, okay, I'm not doing CrossFit. It's so, ah, uh, and I'm like, it's not right. for me. And now I'm like, I'm into this. I like right.
0: it. <laughs> you get into it, and you it, you love it. I think I was the strongest I've ever been when I did CrossFit, but that's I just amazing. did it
1: slowly. I didn't like try to. Oh yeah, that's me. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's me. That's what I'm doing there now. It's just fun. Right. It's just my time again. So right. yeah, I'm a creature of habit. So for me to, I mean, I love optimizing things, which is why I'm so excited to talk to you today. I love to optimize and I love that you can like hear what I'm telling you right now and see some blind spots that I'm not seeing. You can point them out to me, but yeah, like I'm already like a little bit stressed out that I'm going to have to move my crossfit workouts because then the coach that I really like She's not teaching on those days. Uh, and then the days okay. that she does teach, I have to take my kids to jujitsu in the afternoon. So I'm going to have to be flexible and go with another coach and like all these things, which at the end of the day, we all survive. But it's like, you know. Does she teach earlier classes or is it just that one time? She teaches the morning classes like nine to 10 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And she also teaches Monday afternoons. But yeah, I can't go because I take my kids to jujitsu during that okay. class. And then there's also class on Wednesday, but my kids also go to jujitsu on Wednesday. So, to give you like another layer of the onion, so I work from home. My husband is the stay at home dad. So, he's doing what us moms would be doing. So, he's doing the homeschooling, he's taking care of the kids, all of the things. Usually, I take the kids to jujitsu Monday. Wednesday and Friday to give him time off because I remember what it was like to stay home and go crazy with two little, you know. So now it's I'm also sitting the space of okay, I want to give my husband a break so he doesn't go insane, but also if I'm going to go to CrossFit like Monday and Wednesday, for example, then I'm taking away from his time. So there's also that, and he's super flexible. It's like no, don't worry about it. it it'll all be okay. But I still feel bad because I'm taken away from his me time. His, the little bit of me time he has, you know. Right. So what does your day
0: look like typically? Like when do you typically start? Kind of what's your morning routine to like start going? Yeah.
1: So I wake up, depending on the phase of my period, I wake up at like 5, f- 5.30 in the morning. I'm waking up. But most times I'm like waking up at like 7.00. And then if I'm waking up early, I'm doing the same things as if I was waking up later. I'm waking up. I'm spending time with God. I do like a little EFT tapping, my journal, depending on how much time I have. The more time I have, the more things I do. But mornings are like my me time and I'm taking care of myself. And then we have breakfast and then we move super slow around here in the mornings. So usually by like 830, we're done with the morning routine, the breakfast and all that, cleaning up the kitchen. And then I come and I get ready for the day. I get dressed and by nine o'clock I'm in here, I'm in the office and I'm working and that's it. I can go like nonstop until like 1 p.m. And that happens quite often. Sometimes I'll leave a little bit early and I'll have lunch like around noon or so, but my energy is pretty much done around like two o'clock. So after two o'clock, I'm not really working. I might be doing something that doesn't require a whole lot of brain power, like a lot of my creative energy. I'm not doing that after two So that's in a nutshell what my day looks like. But remember, like up until now, I had CrossFit Tuesday and Thursday. Now that's going to change a little bit. I see my acupuncturist every single week. And sometimes I can't get an appointment with her Monday. So I have to see her during the week sometime, you know. So there are those little things here and there that happen throughout the week. My week is very fluid, you know, and I think also you're an entrepreneur and the whole beauty about being an entrepreneur is that you get to have the flexibility, right? And nothing is like set in stone and we don't move away from that. So,
0: Right. So yeah, I love that you're using Monday as like a self-care kind of set up the weekday. That is great. And Friday as everything should be wrapped up by Friday. So if you, as you said, if you have any loose ends or anything else that you're like finishing off. So your good time is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And you have that block in the morning of doing CrossFit, which is awesome. Yeah. Do you think you could start earlier on some of those days and get in like a good hour of work or something before you go to CrossFit? Or is that Yeah,
1: so like the, the whole CrossFit thing is gonna change. This is the first week. Up until last week, I was going from nine to ten. And then by the time I was, I came home and I took a shower and I did all the things. It was like eleven. It was like it's not working. So then I just I'm changing all of that around and I'm going to start going in the afternoon. I'm not sure when. Sometime if in one of their four thirty classes I'm going to go. I just don't have that in my schedule yet, so I have to make that happen. And it just might be that I might have to go on Tuesday, Thursday still, but like in the afternoon I'm just not with my coach. And life goes on, right? As far as getting up early in the morning. I'm kind of weird about that. Like I really try to like not look at my phone and my computer before nine because my mind starts racing and I start thinking and I start going and I get in my head and like, I'm like thinking about like all the things. And then I want to give my morning to my kids. We're not doing anything like special per se in the morning, but I don't want to be thinking about work before I have my time with my kids. So I like to preserve my time in the morning for that. The first half is me taking care of myself, whether that's meditating, journaling, tapping, whatever. And then my kids, and then we start work.
0: Have you ever thought about working out first thing in the morning? And then Yeah, that and doing that's what I'm
1: thinking week? too. Like to have a class at six and I'm considering that. I thought about that this morning. I felt like it was a message from God. Like just go early, like duh.
0: <laughs> so I was opposed to working out early for a long time and then a coach i really liked started teaching early so i got in the habit of going early and i have to say i love it i'm not a morning person but i go to a class at 6 615 and the nice thing about it is i don't have to talk to anybody <laughs> so i can just go and in, they're instructing they're teaching so i'm just going having my own me time and it lets my brain wake up for the first hour and then i just take one shower during the day like i get up I go work out, I take a shower, and then I'm good for the day. Yeah. I don't have to try to figure out where to fit it in during my day because sometimes that's really tricky. You want to fit it in after you drop the kids off at jujitsu, but then your day runs late, and then you have to get home and get them dinner, and then they're all crying, and you don't end up doing me time.
1: Yeah totally yeah no that's i think that just confirmed like i should do it in the morning before everything and i'll get my day started early too which is great yeah and i make sure to get the workout in right because at 4 30 you're like relying heavily on like willpower
0: <laughs> right i also it helps to have like as you said a class or something that you can't keep pushing five more minutes on your clock right
1: yeah you totally. have to
0: get there by this time or you're not going yeah
1: yeah Yeah, no, I like that. I can definitely make that happen and it'll free up a lot of, I can get very excited very easily about like the day to come, but that excitement can like turn into butterflies in my tummy and I'm like, I can't focus because I'm so excited. So I feel like working out in the morning will like, help that energy will help balance out that crazy energy that I have of like, ah, let's do it, which again, is another reason why it's hard for me to like start work in the morning because if I start working, then I break to have breakfast and stay with the kids for a little bit and then come back. I don't think that would do well with me, you know, because my brain is already engaged in like the skunk of the world mode, you know, right. so yeah. you're
0: already thinking about the 15,000 things you have to do. Yeah. You've already started opening emails from clients and thinking about how can I help them with this? I need to get back to this. So it's hard to be fully
1: engaged with your kiddos.
0: Yeah. You're, you're like half your brain's already gone thinking about work and you're like,
1: hi, and you're Yes, yes exactly.
0: So I would say for you, the best thing would be just to switch up a couple of things of where you're working out early and then you come back, take your time, do tapping, take a minute. And then as your kids are waking up, know that that's going to be your time with them for breakfast and pretty much your schedule will be able to stay the same, I think, just depending on how you work it. And then you can still start at around nine, but then you don't have to try to fit in that workout. Somewhere in the afternoon. So you have a good chunk of time of nine to two or whatever time, and then you're taking them to jujitsu or you're taking a break in the afternoon. And I've found that it really helps to end at the same time every day. I kind of start at the same time. So maybe yeah. if they start jujitsu at like three, probably four. Three, four
1: forty-five. So they have jujitsu forty-five, and then on Monday they have like an extra gym class that they go to. And that one's at 345.
0: So if you're done at like three every day. Yeah. And you just mentally think, okay, I'm gonna start at nine. I'm done at three. So you have that mental stability. And then you can take a deep breath in the afternoon journal yeah. do some other stuff that maybe isn't as mentally consuming yeah like my brain.
1: ideal day would always end up with me going for a walk at the park or like i live across from the beach and i cross the street and i'm at the beach and like i never go except for weekends and i'm like this is like living florida i should be going to the beach every day so my ideal day would be like ending the day and going for a beach walk or a park walk or something I just need to make that happen because that's like the ultimate goal. And it's how I get grounded again. It's how I come back to myself and like release all the energy from the day and, and all the craziness. Yeah. So do you like doing CrossFit every day or? Oh, no, I'm still in the baby stage. I'm only going twice a week. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the
0: days that you don't go to CrossFit, you go and take a walk on the beach. Yeah. In the morning and see the sunrise and be grounded and take a couple minutes, maybe do yoga. I don't know if you have a front porch or something overlooking the beach in the morning yeah. and see the sunrise. But start your workout at the same time every day so that you're meant to be waking up at the same time and then slide in the CrossFit when you need it. And the other day is just go take a nice walk on the beach.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I can make that happen. Like that, that doesn't feel like where you changing our lives around here. Like this is easy. Great. <laughs> right. It's just a couple of things are moving. Not a huge deal. Yeah. So I have a question for you. As far as batching days go, what's your advice there? Because I mean, in my head, I'm like, it makes sense. I can make this happen. But then like, when I sit down, I'm like, how do I make this happen? I don't know. You know? <laughs> right.
0: So you have a good sense of like, you have people who are outsourcing to do the show notes, people who are doing these other pieces is there a day where you could do because you probably want to keep all your clients stuff together for each client right or else yes, you're getting sure. you're jumping from place to place yeah. so you want to be listening to like all of one client's episodes and doing all of their show notes and graphics for like that one client and then jumping to the next client yeah Cause that would definitely help with.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think actually just talking to you just gave me the idea that I don't have to do every single client. I don't have to listen to all 10 clients podcasts. Even if I'd listen to them back to back, I don't have to do them all in a day. I can right. do like, say every Monday I can schedule all the podcasts out and I'll just listen to like that one client's episode or maybe two, depending on the links. And I can schedule that out. And then the next Monday, it'll be the next set of clients. So I can cycle that out. So I'm like talking to you, is giving me clarity on what to do.
0: Yeah, so I would I definitely badge out. them with the client. So all that client work with that one client. Yeah. So see if you can get as much things in like, if they're sending you five episodes, make sure that you have their five episodes, their five show notes and the graphics mm-hmm. and then just go through that one client, do everything for them. All the episodes, show notes, everything for that one client, and then switch to maybe another client. So maybe you do two clients on Tuesday, two on Wednesday and two on Thursday. Yeah, that's so that way you're doing all that work for that one client. And you're still in that mindset of what that podcast is about. Yeah. So then you're completely taking a mental break to the next client and you're not Using that mental energy to jump back and forth.
1: Yeah. No, I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that, that might help. Yeah. Just talking to you is so like clarifying. So helpful. Oh,
0: you're so sweet. Okay. So if you did, I don't know how long each client would take you to do that whole block.
1: Okay, sometimes like, you might have
0: more to do for yeah. one client than another.
1: Yeah. It might end up being like a few hours block because usually my clients are around... No more than 30 minutes, but like, let's go on the higher end. Let's do 30 minutes. So I have to listen to the episode. I I usually listen on 2X, so that's 15 minutes. But then I need the extra time to like really absorb and look at the show notes and optimize it, make sure that the copy is really nice and beautiful and make sure that the keywords are there. So I would say to do four episodes would be probably 30 minutes per episode for me because I'm listening on 2X. So right, then if maybe I'm doing
0: two hours for each client.
1: Yeah. yeah. This sounds about right. Give or take about two hours. Right. And the cool thing is, is that, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, if I'm like doing this, it's not like I'm going to do this every single week for every client because they're going to be batched out for the month. So that even helps me batch my month, not just my weeks, but also my month. So. Right.
0: Cause you could say, okay. I'm going to get client one and two done on Tuesday, three and four, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm going to do five and six. And then that next week I won't have quite as much cause I've just loaded up my mm-hmm. last two, two weeks. So maybe these next two weeks you put a block in on Tuesday you're still working with client number one, but your second block, you're doing creative work for yourself, right. projects you need to do, how you right. need to market yourself. So you yeah. can, Take a look at your whole month once you block out what those hours are on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then block out the week that you're kind of, maybe you do three weeks out of the month, you have this schedule. And then that last week, you have no client work and it's all mapping out what you're going to do for the next month or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that gives me clarity that I like that, that. I see the vision now. (laughs)
0: So yeah, I'd say you could either pull one of those blocks for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every month, be like,
1: okay. Yeah, and honestly, because I'm I'm not talking to anybody, I'm even open to doing those on Monday, depending on my scheduling, because I'm not like talking to anybody. I'm just like taking information in. Mondays, I just don't want to talk to people. (laughs) Mondays are my days, you know, like those are my appointment days, but also I don't mind doing a little bit of work And that's not going to be like, that's not like too taxing. Great.
0: So maybe Monday or Friday, even Friday might be a good day because I find that you've thought about things all throughout the whole week and you get to your Friday and then you're like, you have a bunch of ideas or things you want to kind of implement. So just depending on you and where you feel the most energy, the most mental energy, whether you're fresh on Monday and you're like ready to plan stuff out for the month or whether you're more engaged on friday
1: yeah no i know myself it'll be a monday kind of for sure yeah this will be a monday project
0: (laughs) there you go so yeah so we've kind of talked about working out early so you don't have to schedule that in having your day still start at nine and then end by three every day
1: yeah i love that and honestly If I'm going to go to CrossFit early, our days are just going to naturally, because then like, like, even when I wake up early, let's say if I wake up at five, I'm in my room, like it's chilling. I'm not like doing anything crazy. So our days, like they, they continue to have a slow start and it's a slow start and it works for us as a family. But if I'm going to physically get up and go to CrossFit, I'm going to come back starving, you know? So like our days naturally going to start earlier. So I might end up getting like an extra half an hour.
0: Yeah. And you, know, you or maybe you do an extra half an hour of devotional time or journaling mm-hmm. time because your morning schedule just moved up a little bit
1: yeah. and you can
0: still start at nine, but just have more yeah. of your morning routine.
1: Yeah. That's good too. Yeah. I like that. That's so helpful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm super curious now if once you kind of change up a couple of these things, if that
1: helps. And if oh, I definitely think so, because like I said, this month when I had like my God day and I was like, OK, what is the vision for this month? It was clear that it was like simplified to amplify because the company is growing. Right. And for me to give to my clients at the capacity that I want to give, I really have to protect my energy for my clients. So I really can't be doing a little thing here, a little thing there. Like you really need to be like super intentional. Because my clients, like, they're paying me and I'm part of their businesses and I'm part of the vision, so I really cannot let them down. So, yeah, th- this really helps me, like, see the vision and the whole simplify to amplify. Like, keep things simple and, like, streamlined. And then you probably want one day out of the month
0: where you'll do a meeting, I don't know, maybe one or two days where you're going to do that meeting with your client. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's... Week one, you're doing what we mentioned before, like you're doing two clients every day or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then the next week in place of where you would be working on their episodes, you're doing a meeting with them. Yeah. So you can fit that in there, but you would be doing all meetings so that you're still in that same headspace of like, I've just met with this client. We've talked through all this thing that you want to do for this month and then you close that book yeah. and like the next one you're okay we're still talking all about meetings you still are in that same mindset so you don't have to shift as much energy yeah. wise
1: yeah that'll be helpful too because i'll be fresh coming out fresh of like batching a month of their episodes so like all their episodes are going to be fresh in my mind and i can give them notes if there's something yeah that makes total sense
0: yeah oh God, i'm
1: so excited <laughs>
0: It's awesome.
1: Okay. So were there
0: other things that kind of come to mind that you want to talk through or might be kind of stumbling blocks that you need a little bit of help on?
1: I'm sure after we ended this call, there'll be a billion. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I would say like in general, I feel like I'm very good about like self-care and scheduling my days and things like that. But I want to make a point to have like date tonight night with my husband like once a week and making sure that those things are happening. We live in North Florida. There's like no family near us. We don't have a babysitter. We had a babysitter, but she moved to Texas. So like it's him and I. So like all these things are happening, like, okay, we put the kids to bed and then we have a date night, which would be like watching a movie or something. So like how to make sure that those things happen, right? Because what happens is sometimes we have the best of intentions, but then say bedtime was rough. Kids are like fighting us, like, Cat trying to take a bath, you know, then like how how do we keep up the energy? Because we just kind of look at each other as like, okay, peace out. I'm going to sleep. I can't. Like, I just need to decompress. So what is your recommendation there?
0: Well, so I have three kiddos. They are eight, 10, and 12. And I completely agree that it's difficult. Our saving grace, what we did, we found a babysitter and we had. We've had several babysitters, but we found her through our church, or you can find her through friends, recommendations, and we have her come every Tuesday at 630. And so she's just on every Tuesday. She comes at 630. And so we either go to our Bible study or we go out on a date. If our Bible study gets canceled, we go on a date. And so it's so much easier because you don't have to plan them. They're already... It's a set thing. She just comes. And even if you feel exhausted that day and you're kind of like, oh gosh, okay, we're going to go on a date and I don't know if I have enough energy, you know that she's coming. So you get yeah. things ready and you leave. Once you leave, you feel so much better. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> and you just true. It takes
0: some time. But if you don't have somebody scheduled, you won't leave.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that's what happens now. Like we're not planning to leave because I mean, it's like we can't leave the kids alone, right? But yeah, we're just like, there's no energy for you tonight. I'm sorry.
0: So the other thing we have done is we had someone come every other Saturday. And so it was just two Saturdays a month. They came at a specific time. I can't remember if it was 630 or 7. And so they would come every other Saturday. And we knew that's our date night.
1: Yeah, I like that. No, yeah, and it's like, okay, it's happening, right? Because right. <laughs> it's somebody else.
0: So cute. <laughs> you have the cutest little kids, four and six. Those are the best ages.
1: Yeah. There's- I feel like I'm out of that thickness of toddlerhood, and everything Not- is a tantrum. So I can talk now, talk to them.
0: A little bit of reasoning,
1: not a Yes, homework. very little, but it's better than what I got before, which was nothing.
0: <laughs> right. So, yes, we've found that the more you just set it up as a thing, figure out your schedule of what night, what day, and just twice a week, set it, forget it, and just put it on your calendar, and then you'll it'll help. You'll do it.
1: Yeah. No, I like that. I, I would just have to find a babysitter. But it's on my to-do list so it's happening there you go friends are great.
0: a great source or neighbors that are that yeah aiming. we just so
1: our thing is that we move quite a bit so like for instance in 2021 we moved 11 times 4 times were international so we like we don't really have roots because we're always moving so yeah that's a very long winded to we have no friends oh <laughs> Our but, family lives no, but, far away, so we understand.
0: Yeah. We found that through our church is a really good way of finding people that we know are going to be good friends or good connections. So if you find somebody like through a church, it's always, yeah found that that's a good way.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you already have like, you know, they're in from church. So they have like, it's not like some in the person you've never seen before. So Right. So sometimes
0: it could be the people who help out at Sunday school, our high school kids, there's me in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your kid gets along with them and then you're able to connect.
1: Great. All right. Which you- is like super helpful. Like it, it helped me to like see the vision because before I was like super overwhelmed, like how I'm going to make this happen. The ultimate goal was batching days, but like not knowing the vision, like the steps to get there. It was just like, I don't know, just talking to another human and to like show you the way that like just makes it so much easier, you know? It does. It yeah. does. Oh, thank you. This is like super helpful. I'm super grateful. Thank you so much for taking the time.
0: You're welcome. I'm super excited. And yeah, I'd love to meet with you again if you want to do like a follow-up and tell me how it works and how your new schedule works. Maybe try it for a couple of weeks and then we can connect.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah.
0: Put in these actions that we've talked about of working out early, time Mm -hmm. blocking your clients. We've kind of mapped out what you're days and your month looked like. Yeah, I think you would just love the fact of getting up early and going for a walk on the beach in the morning and seeing the sunrise and just taking a deep breath, but still starting everything at nine.
1: Yeah. No, I like that. No, that's like like you just made it like so simple, you know, like I was just sitting here overwhelmed and like writing notes and like before our meeting, like, what do I do? But like now this is like, okay, these are the steps and like it's really not that complicated.
0: Oh, well, awesome i'm so excited i can help you thank you so much you're welcome
1: if you like my mom's show please leave a review post a screenshot in your instagram story This
0: podcast has blessed you in some way. Please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend.